0: So what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Perspective. Man, it is literally, this is not the time that I actually do my podcasts and stuff like that. But man, I was listening. It was actually a podcast before this. And I was like, okay, you know what? This isn't making much sense. Because I mean, Brendan Bouchard being a high performance coach, I'm like, okay, well, I've known this guy for the longest. I appreciate everything he's done. But when it comes to giving advice for building up an organization or team. His lack of empathy is so bad. And then I just heard his song, uh, not his song, oh my God, his uh, podcast in terms of building an organization. I said, man, this has to be the worst fucking advice I've ever heard in my life. Now, if you're one of those people out there, I'm gonna be honest with you. This is the worst way, I mean the worst possible way to hire someone. And it's by calling their previous employer. Now, Brendan says, oh, no, you gotta get, to, you gotta call them because if you don't call them, da, 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 da. no, 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 seriously. Because my previous employer, if you were to call him, what would he say about me? Did I contribute to the positive culture of the company? Well, there was no positive culture at the company. But according to Brendan Bichard, he probably wouldn't even hire me. He'd be like, okay, bye bye. And, you know, he said that he goes through very high ratio, high, like, uh, you know, people like quitting all the time. And I'm like, dude, you're acting like that's a good thing. That's a bad thing. You know, Gary Vee's like, oh, you know, you need to get, uh, you need to be very fast at firing. No, there are step-by-step processes in terms of getting a job. I don't know what the fuck these fools have been coming up with, but- if you're literally going to base everything, my capabilities, my integrity, my intent, the results I've gotten based on a company that I worked for from 2014 to 2017, where there was ridiculous racial discrimination, you fucking suck. Like what type of a job are you? What type of a human being are you? Oh yeah, well we need references. Fuck you, I'm a, if you don't believe my word, bye-bye. You need me. Guys, I don't know about your country, but me, I would do a face-to-face interview because it's all about the passion. It's all about, okay, what have you done uh, that was very passionate? Tell me about something that you're very passionate about. Passion is the thing. It's the goal there. Now, I've had my problems in terms of hiring, you know, a, a Malaysian girl, what, about two, three years ago? Because I was completely clueless to what I was trying to achieve. She, wanted, she was ground crew, as Eric Thomas has said. And, you know, I think she was, you know, talking about a raise at some point, uh, probably after a year. And I'm like, okay. And I never thought about it, but I should have asked her and said, okay, what have you done to warrant that raise? Like, what have you done? You know, I've learned a lot along the way. And I'm not an asshole. I express a lot of empathy and I always have to put myself in their shoes. And this is the problem with a lot of people who make money. And it's very, and I mean, very, very disappointing to hear Brendan Bichard uh, speak about, you know, hiring and firing people and the lack of empathy and everything, you know, it, it, another big thing. So that was the number one, the number two, first and foremost, before to sum up number one, guys, if you're going to call a, a, a past employer, You're going to have to be able to hear it from both sides. Because if you literally call my past employer, although I'm one of the greatest human beings that have ever graced graced this earth, that fool Brendan probably wouldn't even bat an eye. He would just say, nah, no thank you. And I'm like, wow, you'd even hear my fucking story. Like, you'd even hear my story. And this is one of the problems, especially in American culture, the no, I don't give a fuck attitude. And so in saying that, going into the number two was obviously, and the biggest one was training them up. You know, Brendan's like, no, if they've never done this, never hire them. No, never hire them. He was so adamant and so ignorant about it. I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I mean, listen, I know people who probably do not have the experience in one particular field, but if I were to show them the ins and outs because they have passion, they have this, they have that, within two months, they'll be the best. And all he just kept referring to, but you would be taking up your time and time is money. No, motherfucker, impact is everything. And as long as they contribute to the overall impact rather than just having some asshole at the register who's working at some kind of bakery, that sounds like you. Uh, uh, this is really scary. And the infra, uh, but the thing is, obviously, just a, you know, a high-performance uh, you know, coach and stuff like that, and still appreciate him and whatnot. Um, and just like at Gary, you know, Gary V, when I used to listen to him, I used to appreciate him. Then he started saying just a ton of dumb shit. Kind of like, oh, if your podcast, if the plays don't fucking go over 2 million, that means you fucking suck at your podcast. Stop doing it. You know, like some Americans are just fucking idiots. My goodness. But that right there was very disappointing coming, especially from Brendan Bashar, a guy who I appreciated so much in terms of personal development. And I'm just like, like, okay. And this goes to show you why you have such a high turnover in your company, Brendan. Because the people you do hire who fit the positions, you remove them and you threaten them. I think another thing he was talking about, he said, hey, listen, okay, if this is, well, you know, I would sit them down one time. I would say, okay, this isn't working. This is, this is that. If you do not improve, I will remove you. I'm sorry. You're looking at them as a fucking number now. There are better ways of approaching it. There really is. But when you have that bullshit trash ass Walmart slash big giant corporation mindset, I just don't have any respect for that. I really don't. Like to threaten someone's job, I'll walk the fuck out on you. Don't you ever threaten anything. I don't need you. I don't. If my boss We're to right now, say, Arsenio, you know, you have been getting IELTS. If you don't get any better, we're going to have to let you go. Excuse me. You're going to have to let me go. So you think putting unwanted pressure on me is going to make me do even better? I'll tell you this. Fuck you. You don't need me. And I sure is. I'm sorry. I don't fucking need you or the bullshit ass wage you're paying me. That's what I would say. No offense. It's kind of like when the guy said, if you want to continue working here, you're excusing, motherfucking, get, quit, done. Don't you dare ever threaten me. Now, if you guys say, you know, and and that's what I did. I probably like, okay, because I know from a perspective, a lot of people would say, Arsenio, but you never really hired anyone. I did. I did. I was paying someone. I was paying two, I was paying another salary. From Malaysia. And yeah, there were different times where I thought she was just taking me a little bit for granted. I thought she was taking me for granted. Like she would disappear. She wouldn't do this on time. She wouldn't do that on time. The things that you know she did ended up writing up would take like five times longer. She would hurry up and send an invoice. I remember I did a Facebook Live and this was a month before I had let her go. I did a Facebook Live on April after there was a, uh, a little bit of a fire at one of the shopping plazas here. And on my live video, she had the audacity to say, oh, you didn't pay me my money. And I was disgusted. Three weeks later, I let her go. Like, do you understand? After hearing all that noise, those fire trucks and everything, seeing the smoke everywhere, seeing a whole bunch of people. If all you got to say is say, oh yeah, you didn't pay me. No, your payment is in two weeks. It's in two weeks. What are you talking about? And for you to comment on a live video about that, like that was already the the downfall. But if we look at the entire relationship of that, she just wasn't contributing anymore. She would help me a little bit in terms of setting up my website and all that. But other than that, she just wasn't contributing. It felt like she was only in it to get a check. There was no passion. There was nothing. She wasn't contributing to the overall success of what I didn't know what I was trying to do. You know what I mean? Nothing. And so I let her go. I said, "Hey, to be uh, okay, I'm just gonna, you know, wish you the best and everything. Thank you so much. Uh, I can handle it from here because I feel like, you know, it, d- d- this, I don't know exactly where I'm going in the direction of what I'm doing right now, and to have you on board and have you just literally collecting the check is probably not best for my interest, my pockets, and the company in general." That's all I told her. That's all I told her. So did I? Was that a buildup? Was there a buildup over the course of a month, two months, three months, four months, five months? Ah, Perhaps. The most I ever got out of her was probably between April and August of 2018. But when it came into 2019, I was just like, okay, um, what am I paying her for? Like, seriously, like, what am I paying her for? When I started doing Motivational Mentors, another collabor- uh, collaborative uh, podcast with another guy, I was coming out of pocket for a fucking VA. And the VA wasn't even doing work. Like, I think she was doing work or this or that. And I'm like, bro, we're not even making money from this podcast. And I'm coming out of pocket? No. And I quit that podcast at the end of, uh, what was it? Probably about just before Christmas, just before Christmas of 2019, before COVID just ransacked the world. Yes, I know. And I admit that I've had problems in terms of hiring someone. And I had no business hiring them. I just did it out of pity. And out of the fact that like she linked up with me and said, man, I would really love to work for you and help build up that empire. And I'm like, oh, absolutely. I didn't know what the ground crew was. I didn't know what her personality was. I didn't know what her function was. I didn't know how many hours I needed from her. I didn't know about meetings and schedules and you know, understanding, okay, what does she need to do next and everything. I didn't understand any of that. And that's okay, right? I was barely what? I think I had turned, I was just shy of 31, I believe, 30 or 31. I think 30 years old, 30, 31, 32, 33. Yep, just just shy of 30 or just after 30. I don't know. But in saying that, guys, to put some perspective on it, It made me realize a lot about how to manage people. But never did I say, hey, Juwan, you're really not doing well. If you don't do better, I'm going to have to let you go. I would never do such a thing. I think that's a lack of empathy on so many different levels. Like if I had worked for Brendan at any given point and he said something like that, I would totally make a blog and say Brendan Bouchard is the biggest dickhead in the fucking world. I really would. I most certainly would because I just think that lack of empathy, especially in America, it's just, I don't know. I was born around that. I seen that. I worked with dentists that had that problem that had that egoism that lacked everything that lacked respect, that lacked that, that looked at their employees as a number. Brendan sounds like the type of motherfucker that if someone comes into work one day, just like five minutes late, due to a fucking hurricane outside, he said, I don't give a fuck if there's a hurricane, you get here on time. He sounds like the assholes that I teach on my uh, business English uh, podcast. Like some of the people within that, like within these different organizations and the videos and stuff that I allow my students to hear. Like he sounds like them and that's terrifying. And so what does this mean going forward? It's kind of hard because I'm like, damn, do I really want to dedicate like 10,000 US dollars to give this motherfucker? Like, do I really want to give him this money? Is he even deserving of this money? Am I just going to allow his opinion on how to hire people completely affect the way I look at him and you know what I do? I, I don't know. It's really hard. But I just feel I'm very passionate about it because I know there are a lot of people out there that if you give them an opportunity... Brendan sounds like the guy that if someone walks in and has one year experience working at the cash register and you have another, let's say woman from Samoa, she doesn't know how to do it, but she's absolute willing. And she is just, she is praying for it all. He would hire the other one year person. Even if that person is like a life or death situation, like that person really needs that. It's kind of like African-Americans having to prove ourselves for so many decades during the 20th century. Like oh I'm gonna try the Tus the, the Tuskegee Airmen, right? Uh the the first navy uh, African American Navy diver the first African American uh swimmer the gold medalist of so this that, like all those things like Brendan sounds like the other guy saying nope nope not good enough not good enough bye bye, that's what scares the shit out of me. So in saying that people what I want is to employ empathy, like when I had and I had higher um. You know, Juwan, who's an amazing individual. Met her out there at the Petronas uh, Twin Towers uh, a day before one of my races. And she was an extraordinary being. You know, she was so wonderful. She was so, uh, you know, but then after a while, I'm just like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. So I don't feel like I need to continue paying someone. If I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, and I don't know the vision of what I'm trying to achieve. That's what it came down to. So... It's not like I said, oh, Jiwon, you're just not good enough. Bye. That is a very toxic, ugly, disgusting, disparaging American mindset. And that's why I left that country eight years ago. And I have no reason to ever return. No offense to my Americans. You guys know how, you guys know how, uh, you know, <laughs> how much I talk about this. But I guess, you know, I mean... I've seen shades of it. If you look at the Tom Bilyeu's, the Gary V's, all these other, you know, assholes of the world. Um, And I say this respectfully, assholes. I mean, it's just an asshole. If you say Gary Vee, I'm like, okay. You know, he's a know-it-all, okay? That's it. Um, Tom Bilyeu, bad energy. Lisa Bilyeu, which is his wife, don't know, but, you know, she basically got a lot of clout from having a husband that apparently has a half a billion dollar company that he never speaks about. Uh, Mel Robbins, Beyond Toxic, can't stand that bitch. And so what do I do? I just say, okay, well, bye. I don't deal with them anymore. I don't watch your videos anymore. And so, I don't know. It, t- it tells me a lot about someone when they don't have empathy. And when Brendan Bouchard, when he started showing that, he's like, no, don't hire him. If you don't do it this right this time, Bye. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm talking on the phone with your future employee. He said, oh, he said a couple of things about you. Okay, bye-bye. Get out of here. Like, fuck off. You sound like almost a fucking cop. You sound like the old head I used to work with. Even he had more empathy. He was one of the sickest individuals I ever met. You sound like a fucking dentist, bro. No offense to my wonderful dentist that I actually coach online. But, yeah, I don't know. Changes the relationship. Everything that, of course, I've learned from Brendan and everything, I'm so grateful for. These questions have helped better me. But when it comes to like the growth day and, um, you know, logging back in or doing whatever, influencing market, all that stuff, <sighs> it's just going to be really, really hard for me to pay money to an asshole. That's the way I see it. So, in saying that, guys, I just wanted to give you guys that. Please have empathy. No, it's not going to take your time when you're building something massive. If I have an accountant for whatever reason, I need her doing numbers and da, 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 da. He's like, oh, hire a hiring manager, hire an HR. HR, they have no soul, bro. Bro, what are you talking about? You need to get someone to hire and they can hire the right people. Those fuckers don't even know how to hire because they're soulless to begin with. And then they're going to hire someone. The next you know, you got this Harvard a, a grad from... No. Oh. And that's why I appreciate Yvette Rose so much. Uh, Yvette Rose is the author of all the books that I have just behind me. Um, what is it? The Metaphysical Anatomy. Because she has people from all around the globe. She has her team. They're all on the same email. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. But she has a lot of heart. She has a soul. And I just feel like for some reason in America, that lack of soul, that lack of empathy is just so present within the American psyche. And then here you are, you have your number one high performance coach who's one of the biggest dickheads in the world. It is what it is, but I guess you live and you learn. With that being said, guys, I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. I'll be back with more over and out.